The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. It's so great for you to join me today. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday right here, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. You'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending out there, a woman, of course. Well, today we're talking about moms and moms who are seeking more control over their lives and It's interesting. I think a lot of moms out there are trying to get more control by reaching out to others through the virtual space. Retail Advertising and Marketing Association survey conducted by Big Research found that women with children at home are more likely to use Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter than the average adult. And believe it or not, more than 15% of those women maintain their own blog. So even though they may not really have time to communicate in person, they definitely are communicating very, very regularly in the virtual space. Now, on a scale of one to five, when they were asked what types of promotions most influence their purchases, product samples in the store, product samples delivered to the house, and loyalty cards all were among mom's favorites. 32% of moms prefer department store shopping, while 23% head to apparel stores when shopping for clothes. And, yep, when it comes to those kids, we're all going to discount stores. I don't know about you, but I'm a huge fan of Target for kids' clothes. Uh, When it comes to traditional media preferences, these women are watching the Food Network and Discovery Channel, and they're reading People and Cosmo, a little escapism, I think, for mom um, who has a lot going on in her life. So she's getting her entertainment both online and um, offline, but reading through magazines and also watching cable. Now, when it comes to the same survey by Big Research, they found that Um, 94%, almost 94% of moms are looking to others for advice before actually buying a service or a product. So moms just aren't going out there and rolling the dice and hoping these things work out. They're seeking out advice of others. And uh, in fact, they'll, they'll, more of them, 97% say that, you know, they'll actually go purchase the product that people have given them advice about. That's really, really huge. The We always, always knew word of mouth was big, but uh, with moms, it's critical. Um, mentioned Facebook earlier. Facebook really is the um, kind of the outlet of choice, if you will, with 8 in 10 moms using Facebook, logging on daily, um, at least five times or more a day. And it's really to keep in touch with those friends and family. Uh, they are open, by the way, to advertising on Facebook. 
And they are hoping that, you know, marketers will engage them on Facebook. Of course, you have to be appropriate with the type of marketing that you do on Facebook. They really don't mind the ads, um, but they are pretty savvy. So you're going to want to make sure to talk to them in real terms. So our first profile today is the Coach Queen. There's 1.6 million of these women out there in her mid-30s staying at home, even though they do have a college degree, making more than $115,000 with more than two kids in the house. Now, this is a woman who really is focused on her house, wants her home to look good, is interested in looking stylish herself, likes to travel, stay in nice places, but is really family-focused. Family events are done on a very, very big scale. She is concerned about the environment and does shop for the best price. She is motivated by the clearance rack. So if you're a marketer, how do you connect with her? Well, we already have heard about Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, clearly, clearly the way to reach this woman. Friends influence her, as we've already heard. But the store environment is also critical. So when she's not shopping online, she's shopping in stores. And how that store appeals to her will determine whether or not she actually buys anything in the store. We already heard about how she likes people and Cosmo, but she's also reaching, um, reading, oh, parenting, people, shape and Martha Stewart Living. She's online beyond the social networks to eBay, Expedia, Disney, and Amazon.com. And as I said before, she is watching Discovery and she's watching Food Network, but she's also watching Disney, Nickelodeon, HGTV, TLC, and Fox News. Well, my guest today certainly knows about the mom and the mom who is struggling to do what's right for her children and make the right, the right choices. Lucinda Cross is author of Corporate Mom Dropouts. Lucinda left the corporate life to focus on her priorities and founded a business in the process. That company is called Ultimate VA Support, and Lucinda works with high-end coaches, speakers, and authors, supporting them with implementing their marketing plans and strategies. So stick around. When we come back, I'll be talking with Lucinda about how moms are seeking more control over their lives, especially during this very, very uncertain economic time. When Purse Strings returns in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Hi, welcome to the SEO shop. How may I help you? Oh, hi. I'm looking for something for my website. Well, I could slip your website into a sleek web campaign. Hmm, okay. Our professional internet marketing experts can custom tailor your web campaign with our SEO services, and by the time we're finished, your website will have such high organic search rankings that it'll turn the heads off of Google, Yahoo, and Bing. I would love that. SEO-shop.com. The experts in professional internet marketing services. Let us research, plan, execute, and succeed on your web campaign today with SEO-shop.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. 
Your advertising message is only as effective as your placement when you advertise with WebmasterRadio.fm. From 30-second commercials to 30-minute monthly programs, our team is comparable to any ad agency when it comes to production, placement, and positioning your message to not only the advertising world, but an even bigger audience of our loyal listeners and podcasters. Contact sales at WebmasterRadio.fm for a consultation today. Best search strategies. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Well, welcome back to Purse Strings. Joining me today is Lucinda Cross, an author of Corporate Mom Dropouts and a self-described business midwife. Her company, Ultimate VA Support, works with high-end coaches, speakers, authors, supporting them with implementing their marketing plans and their strategies. Lucinda, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is great. I'm thrilled to have you. It's so nice to be able to have you on the show to talk about your company and your book and how you're empowering women to take control over their lives. But before we get into the details of that, tell everybody about Ultimate VA Support and what you do there. Sure, no problem. Briefly, Ultimate VA Support is is we it's a team of outsourcing of of outsourcing women and moms who provide support to small business owners. Um, whether it's marketing, whether it's general admin support, but just to help them get on their feet. A lot of times people think that small business owners are failing due to lack of financial reasons. A lot of times it's just lack of support. So what Ultimate VA Support does is provide that support on the back end, the follow-up calls, the email, you know, helping you with social media, things like that. Well, and we know that a lot of small businesses out there need a lot of that support because you can't be experts in every area of your business, so I'm sure that you're quite successful with your company. But today, I really wanted to talk a little bit more about your book called Corporate Mom Dropouts, and um, in looking at that, it seemed that it was really inspired by your own life story. Can you tell us a little bit about how you became a corporate mom dropout and how it influenced your book? Sure, sure. I'd love to. Corporate mom dropouts, which is trading in, very dramatic, trading in the life sentence for a profitable lifestyle, is just all about my own experience, one I started with, um, being a mother, working in corporate America, taking a look at how much time I was spending with my family, the frustrations and the physical and mental drain that the day-to-day work job was doing to me. And I figured there has to be something better. You know, there's something else that I know that I'm great. I know I'm supposed to do some some great things. But it was just finding that niche and finding what it was. So when I looked at how much time I was spending with my kids, it was look. I was looking at 45 minutes a day. You know, I get them from the daycare. I bring them home. Time to eat. Time to you know bathe homework and go to bed. And that's not a relationship that I wanted to continue having with my family. So Corporate Mom Dropouts is just based on that. It's about stepping into your greatness. What is your passion and how can we create a profit behind it? And I interviewed over 200 highly successful women that I have been watching. And I handpicked and selected the women that are in the book now who are doing great things. And they have the balance and they are creating the lifestyle that they love based on one, having the courage to leave their job and knowing that their family was important. Um, 
many of these women, it's different stories. Some of these women have been divorced. Some of these women are single parents. Some have just jumped out there with no plan. You know, some have planned it out. And I myself had one foot in corporate America and one foot out because I was a little scared. And then eventually I just said, you know what, I'm going to take this dive into this water and see what happens. And I don't regret it at all. Well, and as you said, there, there are women who their circumstances in life kind of forced them to make a change. But like yourself, others suspect that they need to make a change, but maybe they just need a little bit more confidence to do so. What do you feel are the biggest barriers to moms kind of making that leap to do something different outside of corporate America? Okay, one of the biggest challenges is being able to find that balance. And being that we don't have that job description that tells us what to do, when to do it, and how to do it, that's something that you have to look at. You're building your own bio. You're building who is who is Lucinda and what is she doing? So being able to balance family time, being able to balance uh, your business time, as well as the household duties, that's one of the biggest challenges. And one of the, real quick, one of the things that I have incorporated in my own system at home is something called the no trespassing zone. So I know that my children come home at 2 p.m. after school, so I prepare for that. So after 2, there's no more work. There's no more phone calls. I don't accept any calls. Maybe after around 6, 7, when things settle in, when they're watching TV and they're eating dinner, then I'll get back into my project. But I have something called the no trespassing zone. I have little orange cones around my office, and I have business hours up, and it lets them know, okay, mommy's not available at this time, or she is on the phone at this time. Um, there's no toys in this area. There's no snacks in this area. You don't come in this area screaming, mommy, help. You know, that the no trespassing zone we, we kind of stick with. So, yeah, you have to put a, a system in place that works for you. You have to create focus days um, to help you with that balance as a mom, as someone who's working from home. Oh, brilliant. I love the I love the cone situation, a, a very real visual representation of keep out. Right. And you have three children, exactly. am I right? I have two children and actually one on the way. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> My goodness. So, yeah, you really do have to put up guardrails. Otherwise, I would imagine that you really can't get as much done, you wouldn't be as productive if, if you didn't make it very clear to everyone in your life, from a business and a personal perspective, kind of when um, when it's appropriate to conduct business and when it's not appropriate to conduct business. You know, I, I'm curious, um, you have your own company, but for a lot of women, they may not really have a kernel of knowledge about what they want to do. What do you suggest women do to kind of explore what they might do outside of corporate America. How do they get started? A lot of times it's the skills and the gifts that you have already been using either in your life or in the job that you've been in prior. Um, my background is in marketing, and that's something that I used in my business. A lot of the women who have started their successful businesses have used the skills that they had prior from school, from the job that they had, um, maybe it may be a, a family recipe, you know, something, a, a skill or trait that is passed down. But what I would say is take a look at a problem. What, what's the problem that's going on? And a lot of times it's problems that we have on a day-to-day -day basis 
and how can you solve that problem? So, for example, one of the problems that I had when I wanted to start a business, and this wasn't my first business when I got out of college, wanted to start a business, there was just no one there to give me guidance, no one there to give me the support um, on the back end. So I wanted to find out, well, who are these people on the back end? And I became that person, and I started to solve my own problem, which was other people's problems at the same time. A lot of times that's just how these multimillionaires, um, these highly successful business owners are making it is by solving a problem. So what is it that you like to do, and how can you create an income around that by uh, packaging that, packaging the skill, packaging that problem? And, and based on what is it that you love to do. Because if you don't love to do it, then you're going to be bored. So find something that you love to do, package it up, put a price tag on it, and, and try it out. Try it out to the market who, who you can provide that solution to. As you said, your, your company, Ultimate VA Support, provides a lot of support for these women as they begin kind of their own companies and in the marketing realm. These are women that throughout their whole lives have been marketed to. I mean, you know, companies are out to woo women um, to okay. their products and services every single day. And I feel like women are bombarded everywhere they turn with marketing messages. You know, how do you work with these women uh, when it comes to marketing their own companies and also kind of taking all that experiences with being the recipient of marketing messages and turn it around to their own benefit? Mm, I love that. I love that, putting them into the marketing driver's seat. I love that. Um, starting your own business. Women, we have 85% of this purchasing power that's out there. We buy everything in the household. We buy the majority of the things that go on in our lives in general for our families. We influence other families, our friends. So we have 85% of that buying power by taking back and, and being able to start a business, we're, we're taking 10% of that and now adding that into our own revenue, into our own income stream. And that's a pretty, it's, it sounds small, a 10%, but that's a huge uh, change in your revenue. So by being able to create something and market to your own your own target, the people who, for us, by us, you know, to your own women, um, That'll make a huge change in your revenue, it'll, and it'll also increase your business. So by putting you in the marketing seat, by helping you to create something that you can sell, that you can, a product or a service, by putting you into the driving seat and making you the person that now, now you're beginning to market out to other women and other moms, now you're able to receive that income versus it going out into the economy. You're able to Absolutely. create your own economy, and that's what you want to do is create your own economy. Well, and creating their your own economy does give them, the, you know, the control that, that you're seeking, right? I mean, you're not hmm? now just shelling out money to support other companies, but you're really driving your own company forward through really utilizing those marketing messages that I think a lot of women – you know, intuitively know and understand because we have been the recipient of so much marketing. Yes, 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 we have. We have. Well, um, we're going to take a quick break, Lucinda, but when we come back, I do want to talk in general about what I think is a trend toward kind of dropping out, if you will, of the corporate lifestyle and really reprioritizing your life. So more on that when Purse Strings returns in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. 
shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Do you consider yourself a super affiliate? Then listen up. One of the most trusted names in affiliate marketing since 2003, XY7.com, has now launched XY7Elite.com, a private invitation-only affiliate program run by super affiliates for super affiliates. Enjoy private tested offers, weekly deposits right to your bank account or XY7 debit card, XY7 VIP concierge service, limousine transportation to and from major industry events, and the status of being one of the elite publishers. XY7 Elite is not for everyone as you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements. Think you've got what it takes to be elite? Go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000. 702-216-4000. Hey, have you got that number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on localpages.com. Localpages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? Localpages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with localpages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, Amazon, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. Localpages.com. List your business on localpages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. Localpages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With, with Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. AFCON 2010 invites you to join us in Denver, June 21st through 23rd. AFCON 2010, where affiliates are always free. Learn more at AFFCOM2010.com. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Well, welcome back to Purse Strings. I'm joined today by Lucinda Cross, the author of Corporate Mom Dropouts and also the CEO of her own company, Ultimate VA Support. And we've been talking a lot about um, supporting women as they try to straddle that line between providing for her family, but at the same time wanting to spend time with her family. And really, Lucinda, you really give that shove to women, that confidence to women to go out there and do something different, really play on um, her strengths, if you will, to create a business model that will be successful for her. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about what I think is a trend. I'm seeing a lot of psycho um, demographics around millennials okay. and how lifestyle is so much more important to millennials than, say, Gen Xers, which I'm in, um, mm-hmm. because they they really are looking at their lives based on a different set of priorities. What are what are you seeing when it comes to what I consider to be a trend? Or, or do you get the same feeling? I do get the same feeling, and you you do actually. I see it on a day to day basis. I speak to women on a you know on a daily basis, and what is happening now versus when you know I'm in my mid thirties. So I was brought up to go to college, get good grades, go to a good school, and find a good job. You know, work there for the rest of your life. You know, get a 401K and retire, you know, when you can barely move. And that's not 
you know, I didn't think about that at that time until I started thinking about, okay, well, now I have a family, and this, this doesn't sound appealing anymore. You know, the receiving these benefits are not appealing anymore. So what I'm finding is that these women are catching on earlier now. They, they want a lifestyle. They want to create a lifestyle. They want the time for themselves. For example, a lot of lawyers I know, um, I speak to a lot of lawyers um, who are just getting into the field, you know, straight out of college, and that's one of their concerns is, okay, well, when can I have that break to have a family? And that should not be determined based on your career. That should be a a decision that you make on your own. And um, these women are catching on early. they're, They're looking for ways that they can create something great now, something that can uh, give them an an income where they can profit on both ends, you know, financially and also in their own lifestyle, creating a lifestyle that they love, which which I call a lifestyle business, Um, not not just running a business, but a business that you you actually operate, you you actually manage, and it runs according to how you live or how you want to live. If you want three vacations a year, you take three vacations. If you want to have a child this year, you have a child this year. You know, so they're looking for more control in their lives. I do see that. You know, I thought it was interesting. I was reading just the other day an article about the economic distress that we've been under for the last couple of years and how actually women have fared much better than men in the workplace, uh, more men than women have lost their jobs with this, with the downsizing that's been going on. And I found that pretty interesting. It seems like at a time when more women are having more opportunities in the workplace, they're still struggling with wanting to drop out and do more. Are you seeing a trend with um, women being forced out by the economy and having to kind of consider what their next options will be? I do see them being forced out. A lot of them have been laid off. A lot of them feel forced out because now they're taking on two or three positions, you know, for the same pay. And the the time that it's taking from them is physically draining and mentally draining on them. So these women who are forced out, yes, we do have, you know, things are changing. We do have lots of opportunities and the doors are opening and the ceiling is cracking. But... It's still a lot of strain as physically and mentally on a lot of women out there now. So either they feel forced out or they're looking for a way out and they just don't know what to do. Well, and oftentimes, too, they may find themselves being the primary breadwinner in the family because their their husband has also lost a job. So I would imagine that the pressures are even more intense on those women to to make the right decision about what they're going to do next. Exactly. It's it's scary and a lot of and a lot of women are the breadwinners. I hear that all the time. And surprisingly, a lot of the women that are in business are the breadwinners. You know, um, I speak to a lot I just spoke to a woman yesterday and she was telling me, you know, she's the breadwinner of the household. Her husband works, but because she operates her own business from home, she's pulling in you know, she takes care of the majority of the larger bills, the mortgage, the car notes, the insurance, and stuff like that. But she was she was one who was forced out of corporate America um, based on giving too many roles and just not enough time. You know, so she had to make a, a shift. She had to make a change. And is are you willing to make that shift and change? And if so, what are you going to do next? 
And that's mm-hmm. the big question. Many of us are sitting at the edge of our seats screaming, you know, what are we going to do next? Those who are in corporate America, okay, well, what's next? What am I going to do? The economy's falling. What's going to happen to me? You know, I would imagine, too, that this time of kind of unknowns and what are we going to do next and what does the future hold for me and and people, especially women, seeking more control, more answers to their lives, that there would be an opportunity for companies, and clearly yours is one of them, to engage these women um, and to help them um, provide solutions that they're seeking. Um, Have you seen companies kind of take advantage in a good way and opportunity to help women provide control in their lives? I mean, honestly, my own opinion, I do not believe corporate America is um, women or mom friendly at all, in my own opinion. Um, I don't see them making any changes. You know, there's things that they can put into place and understanding that, okay, you do have a woman or a mom at the job and this is not taboo you know, that she cannot stay from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. You know, it's, it's just not fair. It's just not right. So, um, or she may need, uh, she just had a child. She may need more than four weeks off to recover and to heal. Or maybe she needs the opportunity sometimes to work from home if she has sick children. So I think there should be different um, policies and actions that they can take in in the corporations to support women and moms. You know, I know when I just finished having my children, um, I nursed both of them, and I was in my office. It was very uncomfortable, locking the door, you know, on the breast pump. It was quite embarrassing. Mm -hmm. Wow, I remember that, yeah. You hear hear the noise outside, you know, the secretary, my my office was right next to the secretary, so you just hear the breast pump going, and you see me coming out with milk. It was just, it was a horrible experience, and not saying that they should have a nursing station for us, but, you know, no one really understood. It was, you know, they would still knock on the door. They didn't understand. Okay, listen, let me just get this out, and I'll be at the meeting in a few minutes. So, you know, it's it's just funny things like that that um, they really need to take into account and understand. Oh, Lucinda, that's so funny. I had a Mm -hmm. flashback, just one funny story, and then unfortunately we've we've run out of time. But I was um, in my office pumping. Um, My door was closed. You know, you're thinking if you have your door closed, you know, people are not going to bother you. But, of course, that's not the case. The head of sales knocks on my door, pokes his head in and says, do you have a moment? Well, what am I going to say? No, I'm pumping. And I thought, well, I'm covered up. You know, he may not he may not pick up on what I'm doing. I'm like, sure, have a seat. So he sits down and it takes him a while. But he mm-hmm. starts hearing this noise and he looks at me and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, I'm pumping. <laughs> mm-hmm. He got up, his face was totally red and he walked out the door. But I thought, you know what? If if people are going to invade my privacy, then they get what they deserve. That's what I thought. I don't know if that's the right the right approach or not. But I figured I was in my right in my own locked or, or my own closed mm-hmm. office to do what I needed to do, and it was his problem. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. That is so funny. That is just exactly. I mean, I would have the real quick. I know we have to go. I would have the milk in the, you know, bags and, and have it sealed in a, in a bag that no one will see it. And, you know, still they would go in the refrigerator and, you know, what is that in the bag? That's broken. And I'm like, oh, God, this is so embarrassing. So it's just funny. 
I know it is. But, you know, I, I feel like that there are more of us and there are of them in the workforce and they just need yes. a deal. Right. Yes. They need to yes. deal. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Mom well, Cinda, power. I wish you the best of luck with the book and, and with your company and all the wonderful things you're doing out there to support women as they try to make that switch from corporate life and really to focus on on their priorities that they want for their lives moving forward. And um, just best of luck to you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It was great. Well, and I also want to invite you all who are listening today to log on to Lucinda's website, CorporateMomDropouts.com. Learn more about Lucinda. She also speaks, and as I mentioned before, she's an author. She has a blog and her own radio show. So you're going to want to check that out. And thanks so much to George, my producer, for another great show. Join me next week for another edition of First Strings right here, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one.